0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I have a great guest for you this weekend. I'm so excited to bring Drew Canole on the show. You may have heard of him. He's America's number one transformation coach. And Drew and I actually met in 2012 at something called A-Fest, Awesomeness Fest, which is something Mind Valley puts on. And he was leading workouts and was like the guy, the cool guy. And we briefly connected, but I think we were both in very different places than we are now. And we reconnected through friends and I went and did some things for his company, FitLife TV and Organifi. And then I was like, oh, you got to come on my podcast. And what is so amazing is to reconnect with someone after, you know, four or five years who's been working on themselves because I y- y'all know I'm always working and developing myself and to see his growth and his shifts has been remarkable and I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation we cover a lot of ground healing our past forgiveness relationships health and weight release detox and so much more so let me tell you a little bit more about Drew Fueled by small town values and a big vision for a better planet, Drew begins each day with one simple goal in mind, to positively impact the lives of others. Through his work as a personal coach and endeavors such as EnrichYourExistence.com and Fit life TV, Drew aims to inspire and motivate others to search deep within themselves to create an abundant, healthy, and fulfilling life. Improve one life, improve the world. Drew's committed to the conviction that people are at their best when challenged. He pushes others to bust through personal barriers and receive new heights in physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. And I'll put the links to his site, drewcannoli.com, and also to Organifi, which is a company that I love. So many great greens products, reds products, juicing tips, all that will be linked up in the show notes. So Drew is such an advocate for health and well-being, and as you know, so am I, which is one of the many reasons I'm so, so, so excited about one of our new sponsors for Over It and On With It that's going to give you an incredible deal. So listen up, everybody. Do you know about Thrive Market? I first learned about Thrive Market probably two years ago when I heard the CEO speak, and it is my favorite online store. Here's what they do. They sell all the top organic and healthy products at 25 to 50% off and they're shipped straight to your door. Seriously, do a price comparison to like Whole Foods. You can easily find that on the Thrive Market site. And next to each product, it shows the retail price versus the Thrive Market price. So you actually know what you're saving. And I'm a Whole Foods junkie, but it's often called whole paycheck. (laughs) So shopping at Thrive Market has saved me so much and I get my best stuff and it's delivered to me. So they have all the top premium, healthy, and organic products I usually get from a grocery store. But unlike your typical organic and non-GMO products that are all marked up to premium prices, Thrive Market sells the same organic and non-GMO product at wholesale prices. Their products are non-toxic, BPA-free, non-GMO, no artificial ingredients, safer for kids. You can see all of that on their website. And you can easily find so many values on the Thrive Market site for each product. Aside from the lower prices, the values are another great differentiator between Thrive Market and its competition. Okay, so how do they do this, you're wondering? Okay, so this is so cool they cut out the middleman and they work directly with the brands so they can pass along all the savings onto their members. And it gets better. For everyone who signs up, Thrive Market donates a membership to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher. So together, we're all making healthy living affordable for everyone. That is a company I'm honored to support, like both giving people access to wellness, and then for every dollar they receive, they're empowering a family or a veteran or a teacher to choose a healthier lifestyle. Because for so many people, cost is a barrier to health. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more, but for, but I want to jump to the offer really quick, and I'll say this at the end too. So here's the special for all of you. The link that you want to go to, and I'll put it in the show notes, is thrivemarket.com slash over it, thrivemarket.com slash over it you will get $60 off free organic groceries and free shipping and a 30 day trial membership. So keep in mind that Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% below retail because they cut out the middlemen. And now they're offering $60 of free organic groceries plus free shipping. Again, go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. I also want to tell you that shopping at Thrive Market is easier than a grocery store. Not only is it all online, but like I said, it ships straight to your door. And every single product on their site is tagged by over 90 different values. So in one click, you can sort the entire catalog by categories like non-GMO, organic, vegan, gluten-free, paleo, sustainably farmed, etc. It is just so cool. So go take advantage of this offer. It's a really generous offer because they're a generous company. ThriveMarket.com slash over it. Again, ThriveMarket.com slash over it. Sixty dollars off free organic groceries, plus free shipping, plus thirty day trial membership. So cool! So psyched about this. Everybody, go take advantage of this now. No excuse not to have healthy groceries delivered to your door. Awesome! And now on to my incredible talk with Drew Knolly. It's a little longer, but we just we just got in a roll and had a great talk. So I think you'll enjoy it as well. Drew, I'm so psyched to have you here. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, I know my audience, if they don't already know you, they're going to love you. Yes. And and, I, and you're actually here with me live because we both live in San Diego. Yeah, so what a nice.
1: beautiful view you have.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're in my office, you guys, looking at the ocean, enjoying a weekend in North County, San Diego. Yeah, so relaxing. <laughs> so before we started recording, you were talking a bit, little bit about your mission. Yeah. And I'd love to start there and then we'll we'll unpack it. Got it. What it's... is your mission?
1: So my mission is to inspire a billion people to uh, resonate, and I know this is going to sound really ethereal, but just increase their vibes, increase plain and simple, vibes. like resonate at a higher level, um, increase the capacity at which, similar to your mission, you know, human optimization. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But you weren't, you weren't born like knowing this was your mission, right? It was something that was unfolded, or maybe you were born, yeah. but then you forgot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's, um, for me, you know, in order to really understand, like, what I'm here to do, uh-huh. you have to really get where I came from. And that is, um, it's it's kind of sad. So prepare yourself. I don't know if I've even shared this with you, but I was born into grossly bad home. Mm. I was tortured as a kid. Mm. If I couldn't tie my shoes fast enough, my own father would put cigarettes out of my head. Mm. And yeah, there was, there was, you know, days where I was left outside as a three-year-old in thunderstorms. Like it took me years to (laughs) be able to actually be okay Mm -hmm. in the rain because Mm -hmm. of the amount of turmoil that I experienced as a youngster. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of that growing up Mm -hmm. and what it did for me being tortured by someone else is throughout my life is it's really opened up my heart.
0: Yeah. And not only people. just someone else, but your parents, like the yeah. people that are supposed to keep you safe and protected. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the first step in any transformation, as you know, is you got to forgive right. and let go. Right. So I remember it like it was yesterday. I was six years old and my mother, Michigan mom, like greatest adopted mom ever. I, she's my real mom, mm. my adopted mom. Mm. We'd pray every night and we would pray for everything that a six year old would pray for. Grandma, grandpa, the gerbils, the goldfish, mm. you know, that we mm. had. And then one night I remember praying to forgive my father mm. for the abuse and the torture mm. and everything that he did to me. Mm. And I realized in that moment that, you know, looking back at it, it released me from a lot of the, the pain, a lot of the uh, mental programming that yeah. You know, they told us, they told my mom that I was so emotionally damaged that it was near impossible to raise us, that we would be dysfunctional people for the rest of our lives.
0: Wow. So she adopted you from your, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I, my sister's a year younger. So they said we would be dysfunctional. They said I had a bunch of learning disabilities. They wanted to like hold me back in school, like multiple years. Like it was bad. Yeah. So moving past that, at a very young age, I knew I had to, to do the work. Mm-hmm. So I've dedicated my life to the work, not just for me, but for everyone. Mm. Like I realized that if I'm not helping somebody else in this life, I'm wasting my time.
0: Right. Right. So
1: everything I do, it's about you. It's about helping you optimize your life. Yeah. And that's when we get the most fulfillment as humans anyway.
0: Yeah, but you had to help yourself first, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, that's where we have to begin. Otherwise we get into that like savior mentality of trying to heal ourselves through other people. Right. So it starts, it starts with us. And then from that place we can shine. And thank you so much for sharing this because one, uh, your vulnerability is inspiring. And two, so many of the callers that have called in to this show have been through terrible stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of what, it comes back to is how their childhood was Mm -hmm. and how they were raised. And one thing that I remind myself of and remind our tribe of is there's what happens and then there's what we make it mean. And I was just watching, I'm kind of late to the party, but I just watched I'm not your guru, the Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins documentary. And no matter what you think of Tony Robbins, there's some really great stuff in there. And he talks about his mother was abusive And how grateful he is for her Mm -hmm. because he wouldn't be the man that he is without that. Mm -hmm. And do you think he'd be the man you are today without that?
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So blessed. Yeah. It's the mess that creates our message. So I'm so honored to to have that. To have
0: that. And for the... Okay. So for people that get that, they get that intellectually, they know that... The mess creates the message Mm -hmm. and everything we go through is for us, but they still are having such a hard time letting go of the pain because let's just be real. Like being a little kid and left out in the rain, like being abused, like that's painful. Mm -hmm. How did you let go of the pain?
1: Well, you talk about it and you do it in a very eloquent way, but it's realizing that it's not you Mm -hmm. and it never was about you. Mm -hmm. So I know that my father had probably a really bad childhood. Yeah even worse than mine. So it was just the hand that he was dealt mm-hmm. that created that in my experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the more I can remove Drew Cannoli from every situation that the mm-hmm. ego is in, the less pain that I actually experience. Yeah. So it's just recognizing that everybody's going through their own situation and their own story and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can love them. And when you surrender to that, there's so much more love.
0: There's so much more love. And Mm. another thing we talk about a lot on the show is as adults, it's our responsibility to be the parent to ourselves that we never had. Mm -hmm. So how have you been, how have you learned to be a father to yourself? How have you learned to give like the little Drew inside of you the love that you might not have gotten? You
1: know, we did a mindset Monday Mm. together. And after we did that, I looked at the little Drew.
0: Oh, the picture? uh, The
1: picture. Uh Uh-huh. And I just gave little Drew so much love, so much light. And I told him he was safe, you know, and I got tears coming down my eyes and it was such an emotional, amazing place to be in and know that my future child one day will be protected and he will have the greatest dad ever that just adores him in every moment. And there will be no abuse, Mm -hmm. but knowing that, you know, knowing that's where I came from, I mean, I'm. I can see myself in my biological father sometimes Mm -hmm. with the thoughts that we have as humans and the inner critic that high performers have and never celebrating, not thinking I'm good enough. And a lot of situations, like I still go through that.
0: Yeah. Still human. So
1: still human. (laughs) Yeah. So just loving myself even more when it's even harder. Yeah.
0: Well, that's when we really learn. Mm -hmm. That's when we integrate. That's when we move it from the awareness and it being conceptual to actually experiencing it Mm -hmm. is when there's contrast, when there's that, um, when there's an expectation hangover, when we hear that voice of the inner critic or the voice, of the parent that didn't validate us come in, in our own mind and respond to it in a different way. That's, that's the transformation.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I just think where a lot of people get stuck in personal growth is they think transformation exists in awareness Mm-hmm. Awareness is great. It's a step, but it doesn't create the change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be willing to do the work. Right. Right. And that's what you help all your, your peeps with.
0: Yeah. What's been the most powerful work for you?
1: You know, for me, I do a lot of my work in my dreams. I'm a big lucid dreamer. Cool. And Explain
0: I, what lucid dreaming is.
1: So lucid dreaming is when your brain's 50,000 times more active than awakened state. It's when you're in a REM state, they've done MRIs on people in lucidity, and the whole brain's active. So they say as human beings, we only use like 10 or 20% of our brain or something like that at most. But when you're in a lucid state, your whole brain is lit up. Mm. So I've learned a lot in my dreams. Mm. I've been working with a Aboriginal shaman for the past two, probably two and a half years, who's an insanely powerful antenna on this planet. He's a chiropractor of the planet. So when your dreams are magnified like an IMAX theater, a couple nights a week, maybe more if if your body allows it, you go through and you relive experiences in your life and probably other lives that you've had. And you're able to see that as an observer and then pull that into your awakened day. Mm. So for me, my dreams have been huge. Uh, First and foremost, coaches, like you and I talked about before this, like having a team of people around you. Like not just a relationship coach, but a financial coach, a spiritual coach, somebody you look up to in that way, in every quadrant of your life that you're trying to improve. Mm -hmm. And then also it's good to have somebody that coaches you to just have fun, especially when you're so (laughs) locked into your business like I am and you are.
0: Yes. So
1: my personal assistant, Jocelyn, helps me a lot with that. She's like, every day I'm going to schedule you something fun to do.
0: I love that
1: guitar, painting, you know, piano, like all these things that I've always wanted to do that I would just usually push aside if I didn't have somebody coaching me and scheduling that out. Yeah. So
0: why do you think you pushed them aside?
1: It's an interesting question. You know, why we push aside the things that are fun Mm -hmm. and like light our soul up. It's almost like for me, I get so consumed by the work sometimes and by transforming other people and like helping and getting the message out there that we forget about ourselves. It's almost, I, I would say one of my things is I can become a martyr too, mm. which isn't good. Mm. I know that I'm aware enough to, to see myself running myself into the ground. Uh, and a lot of healers are like that. Yeah. I think mm. so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We think that. Doing for others is going to yeah. make us deserving. You know, I think that, um, that's something I've had to watch too is, yeah. is one, my own limiting beliefs about my enoughness or deservingness, mm-hmm. um, to my compensatory strategy of working really hard mm-hmm. to prove something. Yeah.
1: Prove. You gotta prove something. <laughs> I gotta
0: prove something. <laughs> I mean, there's no time for fun. Uh-huh. I got things to prove out in the world. And then what about all the other people that yeah. are out there? And it, I went to a, um. The blessing of living in Encinitas is there's always something woo-woo, hippy-dippy to do, like at any moment and every day. So last night, I didn't have plans, so I went to a uh, sound healing bath with Tibetan crystal bowls. Oh, my God. It was in restorative yoga. So we were like... Draped in the over bolsters and restorative yoga poses and sound healing. And it was wonderful. And one of the things the instructor said, and again, this was something I know, but it was wonderful to be reminded of is worrying about other people does absolutely no good mm-hmm. being concerned about other people's well-being and worrying to an extent and thinking it's your responsibility to go and fix them or change them. Does us no good. Mm-hmm. What does us good is find that finding that peace and love, inside of us yeah looking within and and letting it flow over i love i mean you know lisa nichols right yes people have heard me say this before but i say things i love multiple times because they're important have you ever heard her say i'll give to you only from my saucer not my cup
1: no i've never heard that
0: so she talks about how she'll only give to you imagine like a Mm teacup with a saucer and she's like my cup's got to be full and i'll give to you from the overflow yeah,
1: she's got some of the best. She's so I love great. Lisa Nichols. Yeah, she's so great. I just saw her three weeks ago at that mind Valley. Oh
0: yeah. 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 So guys go look up Lisa Nichols, listen to yeah. some
1: of her speeches.
0: She's a great storyteller. Um, but I know that you are so committed to, to giving and and to serving and you do it so well. Mm-hmm. How did that, how did that path unfold? So here you are, you had a really hard tumultuous, abusive childhood you were able to move through that. Like what did life look like for you growing up and creating what you've created now?
1: Yeah. Um, life looked like a lot of proving, like we talked about, like I got to prove myself worth. I got to prove that I'm lovable. Cause oh, yeah. lovable was the big thing for me as a kid. Like my parents didn't love me. So now I'm going to prove the whole world that I'm lovable.
0: Oh, that's a big, that's a big ouch.
1: Yeah. And I was always like, and still there's, aspects of that. You know, I don't think we ever completely get rid of it until we're probably in a different dimension or something. Mm-hmm. But so knowing that has been work for me and moving past that has been powerful.
0: Yeah. What so, do you think it would take for you to know that you are hundred percent lovable? Like what would have to happen?
1: I think first you have to tell yourself, right? Cause nobody else is going to tell you like, declare it like mm-hmm. I am lovable. Mm-hmm. And how do you know that you are is based on that, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's not from somebody else. I think that that works for me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's worked a lot more. Mm
0: -hmm. Can you actually feel it versus just know it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a frequency thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe in, you mentioned Lisa Nichols. I've been listening to, uh, It's really woo woo, but I love her, Esther Hicks.
0: Oh, I have her on repeat every morning. I listen to YouTube, Esther Hicks. I love that's Abraham Hicks, guys. Yeah, those law of attraction.
1: So yeah, so just sitting in the vibration of love, Mm -hmm. and then love is love. So everything I attract when I'm in that place is uh, in alignment. And I'm looking at your bookshelf right now, power versus force. Mm -hmm. It's just so timely. Like we know how to be and what to do. So staying in that place has been my life work mm-hmm. as much as possible and being okay and not beating ourselves up when we're not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Cause sometimes we're just not in the vortex and right. that's okay.
0: It's like, Oh, oops.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Let me get back in it. Yeah. Yeah. Something that helps me too is really just looking around at people or thinking about people and going, wait a second. I don't think the universe lines us all up. And it's like, Drew, you're an eight on a scale of lovable. And Christine, you're a six. And this Mm -hmm. person over there, you're a four. And we don't have different degrees of worthiness. Mm -hmm. And one blessing of doing this work and working with so many people, and I'm sure you see it too, is this is such an epidemic. I haven't met any single human who at some level hasn't thought they were broken in some way. They weren't lovable. They weren't enough. They weren't deserving. It seems like part of our evolution right now. Is to vibe out of this because mm-hmm. I don't think our parents' generation even had the awareness that they they had this limiting belief mm-hmm. because it just was the operating system. Yeah, and now we're living in a time where at least we know, like the operating system. There's contrast. We we know on there's the awareness that wait a second, being unlovable is not the truth of who we are. We're all worthy and deserving. So yeah. I feel like we're living in that, like our generation is living in the contrast right now of like, oh wait, I'm still carrying around this old belief system, but there's this Mm -hmm. new truth that like is pulling me.
1: Could you imagine if everybody just radically loved themselves?
0: Uh, I mean, the world would be, that's, that's the opportunity we have right now. I truly think that's what is going to save. I mean, this sounds so cheesy, but what's going to save the world. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the lack of, it's people acting out, you know, like your father wasn't loved. So that's, he treated you with violence. Mm -hmm. And if he was loved and felt loved and knew he was loved, he wouldn't have acted that way. Mm-hmm. And you're breaking the generational pattern and that's inspiring.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's one thing that I've been working on is more of the de- divine masculine traits. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, there's this up leveling of the divine feminine, yeah. which is why I'm so excited to be on your show yeah. and who you be and who you stand for in the world. Like that's what it's going to take to heal the planet. Is that this unconditional love, this commitment to everything, because if you project yourself out, you know, it's 2017 into 2050, like our planet's resources, there's now 20 billion people on the planet at the current Mm -hmm. like growth rate, everything else. Um, And all of that is exacerbated if we're not in a place of love Mm -hmm. because we're squandering the earth's resources. The earth is just a reflection of our own consciousness. Yep. So it is if we all really, love people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the hurricanes that are happening, like that's fear. Yeah. And it's attracted to where these fear spots are. So if we really understood that, I think uh as cheesy as it sounds, I think love is really truly the answer. it,
0: it, it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean love is what can heal diseases. It it, it is the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that our perception of things is so conditioned. There's such a victim orientation to things. Mm -hmm. And I even see people... With the hurricanes, for example, or with any kind, there's a natural disaster, people feeling so sad for the people there and so worried and so consumed. And, and again, that, that moves us out of love and into fear and into worry and into Mm -hmm. those lower vibrations, which doesn't help us at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. You said divine masculinity. I definitely wanted to go back to that. How would you define that?
1: I think that is, um, holding space for every living thing. Mm -hmm. In such a way to where, like I said, it's not about me. It's about how can I be the greatest good in every moment to further other beings' uh, life life force. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you think the shadow of the masculine is?
1: The shadow of the masculine?
0: Like, what do you think are the masculine... Like, so I'll share what I think the shadow of the feminine is. So, and I think it's one thing that a lot of women are working on clearing... I think the shadow side of the feminine is like the competition, mm-hmm. the cattiness, gossip, the manipulation through oftentimes manipulation through seduction, that, that kind of using our yeah. sexual energy to get something. Yeah. Uh, the victim, the dependent, the woe is me, the damsel in distress, the judgy, irritable, like nah, nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Like I, those I think are the the shadow of the feminine. Yeah. So what would you say there? The dark side of the masculine? Is- I
1: think it's probably uh, aggressive, uh-huh. super controlling mm-hmm. in a very macho way, not in a loving. Uh, lack of vulnerability, lack of compassion, lack of self-love, uh, scarcity. I think living in a state of fear, too much boyish charm, mm. like playboys, like... We're in Encinitas, so Captain Hook, you know, Neverland type personality. Uh, Lack of commitment, rigor, discipline, lack of vision is Mm. a huge thing that men, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like I I meet so many men that just, they settle and they don't have a vision for their overall life. And then they, 20 years later, they wake up and then they're like, whoa, where has time gone? Yep. So not understanding the world isn't ran by time. It's actually ran by commitments. Mm -hmm. And when you're committed to a vision, I think that's one of the things that you can do to uh, transcend into a divine masculine state Mm -hmm. is the Mm -hmm. vision. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. What for people that get that, Mm -hmm. but don't have a clue what their vision is. Yeah. How do they, and I don't believe that you don't know what your vision is. I believe it's inside of all of us, but how do you teach people to find it?
1: All right. So, great question. One thing that I do with my clients at FitLife, and we've been doing for the past seven years, is understanding what your why is. Mm-hmm. It's your identity, right?
0: Your why so, identity. Your why
1: identity. You got to <laughs> identify yourself. I
0: just know what the title of this podcast is, Why Identify
1: Yourself. So when you know what your why is, why you wake up in the morning, you're no longer hitting your snooze button 15,000 times, you know, before you get out of bed, you're just rising with passion and enthusiasm because you know what your why is. So for me, seven years ago, I recorded a video and I said why I wanted to, to lose 40 pounds and transform my life. And then I said, what do I want to hear from other people in 90 days after this transformation takes place? And then I said, what do I want to feel? So what ways of being mm. do I want to feel in my body? And then also, what did I want to see? So I had the visual imprint as well. So it was a four-part thing that I did on video. And I made this public declaration. And I put it out there. And then in Wow, days, what vulnerability.
0: That's awesome. Uh,
1: in 90 days, it worked out. And then I'm like, this is the y So then I started mm. doing that with my high-end coaching clients back in the day. And sure enough, every single person that actually did the y identity mm. they reported having more energy. They were committed to their goals. They were springboarding out of bed. Like they were super focused. And I primarily worked with men like on these high-end transformations back in the day before we had Organifi and the other things we're doing now. And uh, it was super, super powerful. Mm. So you got to do your identity. Will
0: you say the questions again?
1: Yeah. So first you need a why that makes you cry. A why that
0: makes you cry. Oh my God. (laughs) So
1: what is something that you could envision? And for me, it was, I wanted to be throwing the football around with my grandson. Mm. And I wanted to have the type of vitality, energy, and enthusiasm to be present when I'm like in my 90s and maybe 190. Yeah with uh, health advances, Who right? Knows? So I wanted that. That was a why that was just so compelling and emotional to be that um, that lighthouse for my family, for my wife one day. So I put all that in my mind and then I'm like, what do I want to hear from the people closest to me that I love? So what do you want to hear? This is the second part. What do you want to feel? So if you're tired and you lack energy now, like you want to feel enthusiasm. You want to feel this uh energy that's not of earth right. that it's from something bigger than And when you're answering that
0: question the feel it's better to write what you do want to feel rather than what you don't want exactly. to feel Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah, what you do want to feel and then what do you want to see when you look in the mirror? Because mm-hmm. that's important. You want that lean toned stomach Maybe you got some of the little fat on your arms you want to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe you want a six pack if Mm -hmm. you're a man, you know, you want some abs or if you're a woman, you want a toned stomach as well. So, yeah. So those are the questions. Mm -hmm. And then I would read them off every day. I'd spend about five minutes doing it. And the more I did it, the more I anchored it in my body. And I believe your conscious mind is like the masculine part of the brain. Subconscious is the female side of it. Mm -hmm. So opening up the subconscious and then, allowing the subconscious to materialize the results of the transformation. Mm, I love
0: that. I love that. Hey everybody. I'm jumping in really quick. The interview with Drew is not over, but I just wanted to talk to all of you who may be looking for a car. And I want you to take advantage of something called true car. And there's something about true car. A lot of people don't know using true car can also help you buy a used car. In fact, there are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from Truecar certified dealers nationwide. Whether you're looking to buy new or used, you can get upfront pricing information that empowers, discounts off the price list for used cars, and a better buying experience through any Truecar certified dealer network. So like I said, over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles. And like, used cars are in pretty good condition, and that's a great way to save money. You'll see what other people paid for the car you want, so you know what a fair price is. Love that love companies that promote integrity and with TrueCar you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick easy buying experience. I'm all for things being easy you know there's such a stereotype that buying a car is hard and people are take, trying to take advantage of you it does not have to be that way. Go to a certified True car dealer, new or a used car and have a different buying experience. And once you register on TrueCar you'll see a real price on actual inventory. Again, this is competitive pricing offered to you only by a true car certified dealer. Over 3 million cars have been sold to true car users by the true car certified dealer network. So obviously it's working. And there are over 13,000 true car certified dealers nationwide. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. All right, and now back to my conversation with Drew. One thing that I have found works so well for me, too, because I'm auditory in a lot of ways, and our own voice is super hypnotic because yeah. we're listening to it in our own head all day long.
1: Well, your voice is hypnotic because
0: <laughs> it is. You're, you have a great voice, too. <laughs> but what, what I found is uh, I, I'll write something that I want to feel or experience, and then I'll just take my iPhone and do a voice memo. I'll just read it, and I'll just listen to my own voice singing oh, it like, throughout yeah. the day, and it, it really helps. It helps anchor it in and helps wow. speak to my unconscious mind. Yeah, It's cool.
1: Do you ever get in this place where like you just, every like hair in your body stands up oh. and you're like, this isn't me speaking right now. Yes. And then you grab your phone and you just start channeling and then you listen to it later and you're like, what just happened? Yes.
0: Yeah. Or I kick myself when I don't, I'm like, Oh, I'll remember. Yeah. And I never do. Yeah. The best is when I'm teaching and someone's like, can you repeat what you just said? I'm like, no, <laughs> can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I just said.
0: Sorry. I can try, but yeah. 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 Well, tell us, tell us more about Fit life and organifi and that whole journey. Yeah. And you you're, you lost forty pounds in ninety days.
1: In ninety days by um, juicing lots of green veggies. Okay,
0: and what do you think you? Why do you think you had that extra weight in the first place?
1: Emotional abuse. I think I was working through. You know, I was in college, right? So part of it was probably the the freshman fifteen, but the other portion of it was self worth. It was trying to keep people away. You've talked about that in the past. Mm-hmm. Putting my guard up. Mm-hmm. Not wanting people to really see me. Yeah. So I would uh, binge eat and drink every single weekend. Mm-hmm. And I would work out two hours a day. And it was the scale that just didn't work. Didn't work you yeah. can't out-eat a bad diet. Right? Yeah. You can't outwork out a bad diet. Yeah. So at that time I was 40 pounds heavier. And um, I was doing something that I didn't love to. I was running a credit and debt settlement company chasing mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't chase money. Money will run away. And so will you, you will literally flee from your authentic self. And that's what was happening. And it was disguised itself as 40 pounds overweight. Wow. Wow. So when I started to lose that, I started to feel more of that authenticity coming back. Mm. Cause I believe our bodies are just a manifestation of the way we think about our
0: 1000%. You do too. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Adjusting my mindset around it was the biggest thing. And when we did the identity That's, that was the start. Mm. So, and then it was just putting the right fuel in the system. So lots of uh, micronutrients from green juice. I was drinking copious amounts of kale, Swiss chard, celery, lemon, ginger. Yum. That's
0: my favorite blend.
1: Yeah. Just get greens,
0: lemon, and ginger. (laughs) It's all light,
1: like literally liquid light you're putting in yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. I did five days of a juice cleanse called the alpha reset, which was our first free PDF we created online. Now over 2 million people have downloaded this and it's crazy to still see, yeah, I lost 15 pounds in five days, like happening all the time. Like people train their taste buds Mm -hmm. to lose the weight. Mm -hmm. So
0: why is juicing, explain to people why juicing is so powerful and, and how, how we absorb the nutrients differently.
1: Okay. So. Um, nerd I, out on this. Yeah. So I'm going to nerd <laughs> out. This is what I love. love juicing. And, um, when we juice, literally we don't have to digest it.
0: And we're not talking about apple juice. So
1: yeah, or we're, we're talking juice. about veggie juice.
0: Yeah. Like fresh so, juicing, fresh vegetables in a
1: juicer. Like Max Gerson stuff. Right. Like the Gerson Institute. When you give your body this many enzymes, aminos, micronutrients, it heals. And the reason juicing heals is because you're not spending three and a half hours to digest it. So even a smoothie, it takes three to three and a half hours to rip apart the food value right. and absorb the nutrition from it. So you're always working. Yeah. And when you're always working, you don't really have time to heal. So juicing gives your body a break. It'd be like the analogy I like to use is somebody's out in the yard digging a ditch all day long every day. Well, that's your digestive system. So what would it be like to go say, Hey man, like you've been working hard out here, take a little break. Uh, that's what happens when you drink a juice mm. and it just, it fuels your body on a level. Uh, there's very few things in my life that I've experienced that have given me that type of energy that mm. I'm looking for. Mm. So I'm a huge proponent of it.
0: And how, like how much, how often to get so the benefits? I
1: drink about 32 ounces a day. Okay, So 16 ounces in the morning, 16 ounces in the afternoon. And if I'm traveling or I don't have time to make my own juice, I drink Organifi green juice.
0: I love Organifi green juice. I talked about it in the intro, everybody. There's a link to that in the show notes. Make sure you look at it. But what's Organifi?
1: So Organifi is the world's first ever green juice that's actually infused with ancient Ayurvedic technology.
0: Ooh, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is ashwagandha. So we know ashwagandha helps regulate stress. In the clinical trials, it lowers stress up to 29%.
0: Isn't it a great anti-inflammatory too? Oh my
1: God. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know what it doesn't do. Yeah. Like ashwagandha is incredible. It's got a weird name, yeah. but it's amazing. And it, some people it gives them energy, helps them sleep. It um, increases cognitive function, like focus, I really feel mm-hmm. when I take it. Mm-hmm. It also has turmeric in it, which is anti-inflammatory. Um, it's got lemon. It's got beet juice. Which actually increases nitric oxide. So as people age, their nitric oxide levels go down, and they notice their energy levels deplete. So that increases that as well. And uh, it's got seven other superfoods in it. That and it tastes are amazing. Incredible. Yeah, it's it was hard to get that flavor. We went through like fifty-two iterations wow. to like get a green juice. Most people, when they stir it up, they're like, "Oh God, I'm going to plug my nose and get ready for this." And then they drink it, and then they're hooked. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's it's delicious, and I've I've so felt because I've been on the SIBO protocol, and I yeah. can't have anything raw, and it's been so hard because I although I feel better in some ways, yeah, the vitality that I feel when I'm having Organifi or I'm having my fresh juices because. What I'll do is um, I did intermittent fasting for a while, like the 16 hours, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know that it's that great for women. It really threw off my hormones a bit. Yes. So what I do instead is I'll try, especially if I'm not traveling one day a week where I'm just juicing and doing bone broth just to give like everything Mm -hmm. a break. And then I also mix in juices into my like daily routine. And I've really like, I've really missed it so much. Like on this, on the SIBO protocol, people are like, are you so craving like a glass of wine or chocolate? Or I'm like, no, I'm craving seaweed and like green juice. <laughs> That's what I'm craving. Cause when you condition your body to crave what's good for you mm-hmm. versus, cause a lot of what you're craving, and we talked about this on your mindset, yes. day, <clears throat> um, and we'll put a link to that as well is a lot of what you're craving is based on your emotional needs, not what your body wants. Mm -hmm. So when you learn, like you learned how to take care of yourself on an emotional level to not use food to do that, Mm -hmm. and then that opened the pathway to be able to really listen to your body in terms of what it's really craving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when you're craving seaweed and raw veggies- At least I want to be a mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What does that even mean?
0: It means the mermaid in me is coming out. That's what it means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I love seaweed too. Yeah, nori. It's the best. It's great
0: for iodine. It's great. I love it. So
1: Cafe Gratitude has this bowl Mm. called the Whole Bowl. Oh, oh, yeah. And the seaweed in there. Oh, Oh. yeah. So delicious.
0: Love Cafe Gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, we're lucky as California people.
1: Yeah, come Um, on out. Come on out. Come have a green juice with us. Yeah,
0: and and FitLife TV, so much information there. Tell us about that.
1: So FitLife TV was started seven years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was me with an HD flip cam. And I was just shooting YouTube videos. And uh, so I'd get questions in from our people and I'd shoot a video and then I'd do another one. And over time, we built this community of close to 5 million people now. Jeez, 5
0: million people, you guys. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: So it's cool too, because everybody's just so heart-centered and there's so much love coming from our community. And everybody's having these huge transformations all over the world sending in their photos and mm. what's happened with their mindset and their relationships because of this new, new them, you know?
0: Cause you can't the just change them. what you eat. Yeah. You have to change your mindset.
1: Yeah. Otherwise you'll always go back. Mm. It's uh, have you studied logical levels at all? Neuro linguistic programming. Oh,
0: NLP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what are logical levels? What's so that? the
1: logical levels of being. Okay. So identity is the top level. Okay. And to shift your identity, there's different levels you have to go through. And one of them is ways of being. So once you've adopted it at that level, your identity will shift. Otherwise you'll always go back. If you're just a human doing like doing things. So yeah.
0: Human doings. We all do that a lot. And I think that there's fear in being the human being because if we're not doing something, how are we going to, how how are we going to be taken care of? How are we going to survive? And what I've learned in that is when there's space, It's like the the right opportunities, the right people can come in. When we live too much in the human doing, we're controlling everything instead of being co-creators with the universe.
1: Yeah. I know you love this quote. I love it too. But it's, um, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm -hmm. So it's our light. Mm -hmm. It's not our darkness that keeps us stuck. Mm -hmm. So if everybody could just free their light, like that would... Be amazing,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm
1: talking to both of us too. Yeah, because we get to do the work as well. Uh,
0: yeah, always, always. And it's and scary, but yeah, it is. It's um, I think a lot of why it's scary is because it's uncertain and it's unfamiliar, mm-hmm. and we've all adopted these ways of being that have kept us safe, <laughs> and that have kept us in survival mode, and that have kept us um, feeling like we have a sense of control. And there comes a point where. We have to make the choice to let go of all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, there's, there's like a, like a time of chaos. It almost feels like when that happens, because there is an upheaval. Mm-hmm. Another thing that the Tibetan bowl restorative yoga teacher said last night about the hurricanes. She was very wise.
1: Did you journal all this? Or are uh, you just recalling it? I'm
0: recalling it? it. You have great recalling recall. it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, when it impacts me, I have great Mm -hmm. recall. When I'm bored to death, I don't remember anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Likewise. Yeah.
0: Which is why physics was never my subject. So I, she said, a lot of times there's massive upheaval and breakdown because something new needs to be rebuilt. Mm -hmm. And that's the essence of why I wrote Expectation Hangover too, because I wanted to help people stop just trying to make something good. That's bad. Mm -hmm. Instead, like look at it, dig into it, like be in the mess for a little bit, be in the discomfort, be in the disappointment, be in the pain. So you can learn it and move through it versus just trying to jump over it. So then you have to have it happen again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. So, I mean, what has been, do you think the most, the most difficult thing in your adult life that you've had to go through? And then how did that impact your mission and vision in life?
1: Well, I think it's where we start, you're going to have different people on the bus yeah. than where you are today. So allowing yourself to know your identity mm-hmm. and your vision for what's possible mm-hmm. and staying consistent with that and being okay to let people go when they're no longer part of the trolley. You know, Wayne Dyer says people will get on for a stop or mm-hmm. maybe they're on for a few stops. And eventually maybe they get off or they're with you their whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Like those are the people that we get to accumulate. So the hardest thing for me is because I love everybody so much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to be around them and be a part of their experience mm-hmm. and sometimes to my own detriment. Mm-hmm. So it's like it could hold me back or suppress my light. But knowing that by moving forward and allowing the universe to open up new possibility, yeah. like that's been probably the biggest thing. For me, because where we're headed, like, and if you're listening to this, you're headed here too, because I can tell your, your desire and your, your hunger for transforming your life is there. Like not a lot of people will go. It's Mm -hmm. the quote that you have in your house that I saw by uh, Robert Frost. Oh, the
0: road less traveled. traveled.
1: (laughs) So for me, it's knowing that I'm on this road, less traveled and being okay with it Mm -hmm. and continuing anyway. Yeah.
0: So I have to read you something. Hold on. I got to find it. Um, I posted this yesterday. I want to see. Um, okay. Once you connect with an awakened woman, understand she will not entertain your ego nor play on lower vibrational frequencies with you. This means you must either rise up and meet her where she is or be prepared to vibrate out of her experience altogether. None of it is personal. All of it is vibrational level up or vibrate out. She doesn't mind either way.
1: Did you write that?
0: No, I wish. I love that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah.
1: That's kind of what we've been talking about. Yeah. That's weird.
0: Yeah. And what I wrote too is that I don't think it's just true for women. Mm -hmm. I think it's true for men too. Like I see a lot of men, a lot of people struggle with this, especially in romantic relationships Mm -hmm. because people grow at different, different accelerations and with friendships or whatever. And, and being awakened, like I would say I'm an awakened woman, but I am in no way enlightened. Like I'm not there. There is no there. And being awakened to me just means not just, but it means a lot of things. It means taking 100% responsibility for my life. It means healing my old wounds, not letting my past impact my future. Mm -hmm. It means Knowing that I'm one, it means knowing that I'm here to impact and serve, but not to take on anyone's pain and not think that I alone am going to like fix the suffering in the world. And knowing that I'm always going to be growing, like always 100%, like going to be growing. Mm -hmm. The hard part is, and this is a question that comes up a lot in the show, when there is that situation where someone it's a bus stop and they need to get off mm-hmm. or the trolley, whatever. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. It just makes me think of rice um, You remember those commercials? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so when there and they need to get off, how do you do that? How, what do you say? How do you have those conversations?
1: Well, I just say, you know, your frequency and the way you show up vibrationally isn't working for me anymore. Hmm. So adjust your chi, level up or get off the bus
0: your <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I think it's uh you'll both feel it. Mm. I think it's something that you know. Yeah. there's, it, and it's nobody's wrong in feeling that way and it's not like the person's bad and you don't have to judge them or anything else. I think when we think we're enlightened, like you said, like that spiritual conceitedness, yes, spiritual like narcissism, oh, yeah, like some yeah, people yeah. have that going on. Yeah. It's uh, interesting what that will do, but knowing that if it's time to separate and just coming from an unconditional place, yeah. and depending on where their vibration is, I mean, you may get angry and.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: absolutely. Fear will rise, and that's okay.
0: And there might it's, be finger pointing and blame yeah, and mm-hmm,
1: rumors mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe naked photos or yeah. sex tapes. <laughs>
0: blackmail. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a tough one. I call them expiration dates in relationships.
1: Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I like that.
0: And it doesn't mean, and I compare it to when something goes bad in your fridge. Yeah. It's, you can leave it in there. It's not going to blow up your fridge. You know, it's just taking up space.
1: Yeah. And it might get mold all over everything else. Right.
0: Right. And it's, you know, preventing you from, and you're not going to eat it. You don't want it. Yeah. And it's not bad or wrong. It's just, it's just done. It's just done, and that's the other thing. I wrote about that quote is that when someone vibes out, it doesn't mean you're better than. You know, people have different speeds of growth and different degrees of commitment. Yeah. Like I, I have a strong commitment to it, so I may move at more a more accelerated pace because of my commitment. Doesn't mean someone else isn't growing. Yeah. The intensity is just different.
1: Well, and you have a lot of lifetimes. Even outside of this experience,
0: I love it, Drew the Shaman. There's somebody freaking out
1: right now listening to this. What (laughs) is he talking about?
0: Can you do a past life reading with me right now? Let's do it on the podcast. What do you see?
1: Um, definitely like a pharaoh or ancient Egyptian, like princess.
0: Can I be a queen? But a queen, yeah, queen.
1: (laughs) Queen would be a better word. But no, that's a good thing. Like, you know what you want to create mm-hmm. in this life experience and you're there to create it. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you see the good in everybody Aww. to a fault. And I haven't known you that long. That's just like the experience of you. Thank I you. think you're tremendously powerful. I think you're, uh, it scares you how powerful you are at some mm-hmm. of the stuff you've manifested throughout your life and what you've been able to create mm-hmm. in such a short period of time. Mm-hmm.
0: You're going to make me cry on my own yeah. podcast. <laughs> I love it though. I welcome it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for seeing Yeah, You're
1: such a beautiful soul. Thank you. And I'm glad that we get to connect in this life experience mm. Mm. and you're changing so many people's lives. Like literally Victoria, remember the girl? Yeah. So I know her, like I've been friends with her and, and she had found out that I'm coming on your show and she's like, Hey, I want to work for her. Like she would not lay off, mm. blow me up. And you evoke that in people. And you wake them up on that level. And that's what this world needs more of. So thank you for being that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for reflecting yeah. that to me. And it, it takes someone that is in their power to be able to see that in someone else. Yeah. So I really appreciate you, you, Drew. And I appreciate the work that you do. And man, the fact that you have gotten not just over, but you've transformed what's mm-hmm. happened to you in your life. And you, you don't live as a victim. You truly are a warrior but a love warrior. Thank you. You're a love warrior and you live it and you inspire other people to do the same and you do it holistically. You're Mm -hmm. helping people with their mindset. You're helping with them, with their body. You're, you're showing your, to me, your passion for juice juicing is giving people like an experiential access to that light that's inside of them. Mm -hmm. Like you're helping them light up from the inside out. Yeah. And that's what I get from you. It's like you have, this light inside of you drew has these amazing blue eyes and it just like radiates out of you and just thank uplifts you. everyone around you. So, so thank you for the work that yeah. you're doing.
1: Well, awesome. thank you for recognizing it.
0: Yeah. And
1: being a part of our family too. Like yeah. it was really cool to have you in, in San Diego and and to hang out with you.
0: Thank you. Thank so you.
1: We're going to do more together. We're going to
0: do more together and tell people yeah. um, about fit life and Organifi and where they can connect with you.
1: Yeah. So FitLife TV is just fitlife.tv. You can go there. That's where all our our blog is, our videos, and Organifi is Organifi.com, which is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. So, if you use the coupon code Christine, we're going to give you 20% off anything in the Organifi store. That's
0: amazing. Okay. What a steal. You guys just scored.
1: I was going to make it expectation hangover, the coupon code, Mm. but I figured that'd be too long. Yeah. So, Christine. Easy to remember. Easy to remember. Go to Organifi.com. Get it. And uh, let me know what you think, too. Awesome.
0: And Fit Life TV, you can find information on mindset, yes. weight release, um, nutrition, diet, exercise, like just living your optimal life.
1: Yes. Yeah. Leveling up in all areas of your life.
0: Woohoo. Well, thank you for leveling up my podcast. I yeah. know everybody Thanks for listening is going to feel so inspired and connected. And man, we hit so many different, so I, many different points. My mm-hmm. heart is so full.
1: Well, and one thing that I love about your podcast is that you do these coaching calls. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
0: They're cool. Well, I have an amazing community. Yeah. Like it's incredible. The people that come on and are so vulnerable mm-hmm. and so open and, and, you know, we're strangers at the beginning of the call, but I feel so connected to them. And one of the main reasons I love doing it is because, uh, people feel less alone, yeah. you know? And that's why I'm so grateful you shared so vulnerably and shared your story because mm-hmm. people, you know, it's like, wow, if he can do it, no, I can do it too. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing special about Drew and I when we don't have superpowers that you don't. It was more about making certain choices and certain decisions and being yeah. willing to ask for help. Like we both talked about our teachers and our coaches and the people that have led us. But you can do it too. You can absolutely do it.
1: Yeah, I would. I would bet that you and I probably have more coaches than we yes. know what to do with. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, of course. Coach Junkie. Always Coach Junkie, good Junkie. I am too. Juice and Coach Junkies. Yeah. Good things to be.
1: (laughs) And and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Christine is, she's taking a radical stand even today, today, Saturday. Yeah. And you were on a, a call before this, like you're helping so many people. And, uh, it's just cool. I wanted to ask you what's been a call recently that really resonated with you and like fueled you to do what you do.
0: Hmm. You don't have to talk
1: about the person or say the name, but like, what was the situation that
0: lately I've been speaking at a lot of business masterminds. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've seen so many people that want to help but think they have to be at a certain place to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of health coaches who think they need the perfect body before they can coach a lot mm-hmm. of life coaches who think they need to have everything figured out before they need to coach. And they just get stuck. And I see all these, I call them light workers. I didn't come up with the term. Um, all these light workers who are on the precipice, they've, he- they've heard the call, mm-hmm. but their own self limiting beliefs and their own fears are getting in the way. And we're at a point where we need an army of people And so I feel, and this is transforming my work or adding something to my work too. Called to do more business training, coaching masterminds, really helping people like step into that Mm -hmm. because we need, we need people to answer the call like now,
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: not in a year, not when you lose 20 pounds, not when you figure out X, Y, Z, but like now yesterday. Yeah. 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 So that's what I feel really called to do. I love that. How about you?
1: I love speaking about that too. It's, it's weird. I, I told you this when we were hanging out, but I put it out there that I wanted to speak in more like public like events because uh-huh. I do a lot of video and lives and stuff like that. And I got four public speaking events in like a week. So cool. It's like now, the universe was yeah. right there.
0: So when you put it out there, because people are going to be like, I want to do that. What do you mean put it out there? Did you write down a sheet of paper? Did you get a megaphone and shot it off your balcony? Like what did you do?
1: It was more for me. It's just like that switch intuitively. Like now is the time. Yeah. And it's just, you feel it in your body. And as soon as I feel something, that's usually when it happens. Mm. And it was like every day for like days in a row. It was like, Hey, can you speak at this event? Can you do this? That's how
0: fast it is. So,
1: And when in what's cool about you speaking at these business events too, is it's something that is a lifestyle business that you just love that makes your living and it affords you the ability to live in Encinitas and this beautiful view that you have and everything in your life but you're doing it because you are, like you said, a light worker and changing the planet. Yeah. So regardless of where you're coming from or how much practice or skill you have, or even if you need to lose 30 pounds before coaching people, and if you're really drawn to it, like go out and get after it,
0: get after it. Yeah. And fit life TV is a great place to start. you got tons yeah. of resources. Wow. Yeah. So everybody go check it out. Follow drew, check out the links, shop, Organify, and have a beautiful light filled day. Thank you yes. so much.
1: Drew. Thank you.